the help of Hashem, we are learning Baba Kama Daf Ayin Dalid. We left off on Daf Ayin Dalid on the Dalaf on top of the Amid. Let us review the current sugya. The Gemara began on Daf Ayin Gimel Amid base that Rava says Hakhasha Chilas Hazama, which means, firstly, there is a difference in halacha when we have two sets of witnesses that contradict each other. For example, one set of witness comes and say that Reuven killed Shimon. And as we keep on speaking out, they can't just make that statement. They're going to be interrogated. They're going to be questioned. Details will have to be given, including the details of where did it happen and exactly when did it happen, etc. So set number one says that Reuven, God forbid, killed Shimon at a certain date at a certain time. Set number two comes and they say that at that date and time, Reuven did not kill Shimon. This is called Edim Hamakhishim Ze'edze, witnesses that are contradicting each other. The din is that being that we don't know which one are the ones saying the truth or not, no consequence will happen which is not agreed upon by both sets. So in our case, one, say, one is saying Reuven has to be killed. The other set is saying Reuven doesn't have to be killed because Reuven is not a murderer. Bezdin will not kill Reuven. However, the, the deeper question is, how do we view it? Do we say that because witnesses are contradicting each other, each one halachically, so to say, nullifies or knocks out the other? Or do we say the opposite? Each one is believed. Bezdin cannot apply any consequence because we are believing peoples that are saying opposites. Lamai nafkemina. Oh, the nafkemina will be in this sugyam. If after we have these two witnesses that are contradicting each other, comes a third set of witness. So let's give it in a sequence of days. On Sunday, set number one says, Reuven killed Shimon. And, and based in Paskins, Reuven is, is going to have to be put to death. Before Bezdin kills Reuven, on Monday, set number two comes and they say, no, no, no. And that day and that time, Reuven did not kill Shimon. Contradicted each other. So Bezdin is going to write a, retract the ruling. Okay, we don't know what to do now, Reuven. Until we know Reuven is a murderer, we can't kill Reuven. On day number three comes along a third set of witnesses, and they tell Bezdin, one second, we don't know, we are not opining whether Reuven killed Shimon or not. What we do know is that set number one that said Reuven killed Shimon on that time and in that place, the witnesses were not there to see it. Because Imanu Hoyisem, the witnesses were with us set number three. The Torah says, in a normal case of Edim Zoymimim, which is the case we just prescribed, when the latter set doesn't contradict the testimony in itself, they are saying to Bezdin that the witnesses were not there to see it. The Torah believes the latter group of witnesses. And the punishment is that if Bezdin already paskined to do what the first said testified about, and they did not do it yet, Whatever Bezdin was going to do to the oven is done to the witnesses. In the case, the witnesses will get killed. So it comes along Rav and he says that even when the first set were already contradicted by set number two, and therefore Bezdin retracted their ruling, they will not kill Reuven, nevertheless, if set number one becomes Adam Zaymimim, we will kill them. I, their witness was already refuted. So Rav says, Hakhashat Chilas Hazama. 
which means that we don't view what happened when set number two came as the witnesses knocked each other out so set number one doesn't exist anymore if that would have been the case then they cannot become Adam Zoyman we consider them being contradicted as the first step in the process of them becoming Adam Zoyman and if set number three comes and says to set number one in the case of murder after based in Paskind on Sunday that Reuven should be killed the first set of witnesses will get killed Abaya disagrees with Rabbi Abaya holds that once witnesses contradict each other we view that as both witnesses were completely knocked out so set number one was already refuted they don't exist so if their testimony is nothing has no halachic validity at all the witnesses were re, re, repudiated so then how can they become Adam Zaymimim and nothing will happen to set number one and as we spoke out yesterday let's just begin the class with this again that what's the underlying machlekas of Abayi and Rava so as we mentioned already in the last few shiurim from the Rebbe's father that Abayi is connected to the level called Makiv Harachik Rava is connected to the level called Makiv Hakarif Makif Harachik will, will mean, the way we are explaining it, is that Abaya always saw the greater picture. You know, the higher up you are, the more you see. So therefore, even if something was not explicitly spoken about, if something is implied through testimonies, it's also taken into account. And therefore, Abaya values implications. So therefore, in our case, Abaya, who takes into account what is implied, when you have Edom Hamakhishim, even though they are not telling Bezdin that you are liars, they're telling Bezdin Reuven did not kill Shimon, but they are implying when set number two comes and says Reuven did not kill Shimon, it's as if they're telling Bezdin the first set are liars. And we learned two shiurim ago that if two witnesses come and, tell, and say to Bezdin on one person or on two people that they are puzzled, they are robbers or they are liars, they puzzle their goof. Then, then we only believe the latter group and the witnesses are disqualified so because Abaya looks at the implications the witnesses are knocked out so therefore Hakrasha is not the beginning of Hazama Rava is Makiv Hakarif he looks only at the, the, the specific that they were referring to they did not speak about the witnesses themselves so therefore the witnesses themselves are still valid and they can become Mizumanim also just to speak out that yesterday Rabbi Shalman concluded that when we have in Perik Aleph and Tanya that Abaya tells Rabba, Rabba says and Abaya goes and he says that you're not allowing anyone to live it's Mamish the same concept since Abaya looks at what is implied from the testimony or from a statement so what is implied what will be the consequence of a Rabba a Rabba saying that I'm a Benini that will imply that no one else can even be alive. If Rabbah Zabinini, then we're not even Rishayim. And then Rishayim Bechayim Lekroyim Mesim Lashavik Marchay Lechobedi. Okay. Now, from where did Rabbah get his proof? That's very important. You have to help cop for this. So there's a Braisa that we had on Daf Ayin Gimel Amad base. The Braisa speaks about two Adam coming and saying, that's what the Braisa recorded, that the master, there was a master and an Evid, a master and a servant, an Odin and an Evid, and they tell Bezdin that we know that the master in this sequence knocked out the Evid's eye and then his tooth. This is what is recorded in the Braisa, that they mentioned eye and tooth. Now, when a master knocks out any one of the 24 external limbs of an Evid, if he cut, severs it, so then the din is that that Evid goes free. 
and we're taking it for granted that if the Adain later damages or knocks out another of the Rashi Eivarim, the example that we will be using constantly is the eye and the tooth, then he's going to have to pay him for that value. So the Braisa said that if the master knocked out the eye, the witnesses are saying, and then the tooth, and then the Edim become Edim, that are Zoyinimim, so the, the Braisa says that the Eved has to pay. Two, um, the Edim Zoyinimim have to pay the value of the eye to the Eved. And the way Rav makes sense of this Braisa, we have three questions on it, is that really, even though the Braisa mentioned Ayin and then Shane, there was another set of witnesses that came before the one that's mentioned in the Braisa. So Rav learned the Braisa like this. One set of witnesses come and they say that the sequence was Shane and then Ayin. According to the first testimony, what would the Evid get? He would get the May Ayin, because that was the latter one. Now the Braise records that set number two comes, and they said Ayin and then Shane, which means that they are causing for the Evid to get less money, because the latter one was Shane, and then they became, the latter ones, the second ones became Zoymimim. So the Braise says that the latter ones will be punished, whatever they wanted to cause will happen to them. What did they want to cause, amongst other things? They wanted for the Evid to get less money. Instead of getting Ayin, to only get Shane. We said yesterday, Ayin, let's say, is $100. Shane is $10. They were going to cause the Evid $90 loss. So the Edom Zoyimim have to pay to the Evid the $90. From which rubber proves, here you see, that Because if, when you have Edom HaMakchishim, they are completely knocked out, so once they were knocked out, the punishment of Edom Zoyimim, due to them, what they wanted to do is not relevant anymore. Here it is relevant. Okay, came along Abayah, and Abayah said that the Braise is not speaking about three sets of witnesses. The Braise said exactly the case. There was set number one, and then they became Edom Zoyimim. And therefore Abaya learns the Pshat and the Braise was like it says. The first said, the first set came and they said Ayin and then Shane. That's what they said. Ayin and then Shane. Came along a second set. Firstly, like Rashi said, the second set told Beisdin, those Edom, Iman You were not even there to see whether the master knocked out the Evid's eye or tooth. So first of all, you Edom Zoyimim. Secondly, they said, by the way, Itaka, the master Taka did injure the Evid. But the sequence is the opposite. And what really happened was first Shane and then Ayin. Simple. And therefore, since the Edom are Zoyimimim, they were going to cause the Evid to only get Shane. Now that they are proven to be liars because the Torah believes the second set, we know that the sequence was first Shane and then Ayin. So not only does the master have to give to the Evid the Ayin, but now the first set, the Edom Zoyimimim, have to give to the Evid the difference that they were going to cause. Very good. So the Gemara says, why did Abayah say that the Braith is speaking about two sets, not three sets? So it's completely irrelevant to the discussion of Hagchashet Chilas Hazama. Let's start on the Aindalad Amadalov. Because me, the Seifah, the Meipach Bahazama, since the latter case of the Braith must be, Abayah says, that there were not three sets. It's only that there was set number one, and then they became proven to be Adam Zoymimim. And not only Adam Zoymimim, but the second set that made them Zoymimim substantiated the content of what they were saying, but they reversed the order. And now we're going to read the Seifa, and we're going to see that in the Seifa, you cannot be speaking about three sets of witnesses. Diktani Seifa says in the Seifa of this Braisa, that when two witnesses come, again the Braisa is beginning, only recording, this, this being the first step, 
We're going to see again how Rabbah is going to learn this. But this is Abayim. Me'idanu es ishpuloini. Two witnesses come and they say regarding an Adain and an Ebed. Shehipil es Shein Avdai. This is the order in the Sefer. First the Shein and then the Ayin. Which would mean that based on their testimony, not only is the Ebed free because he had his tooth knocked out, now the Adain is chayif to pay him the more expensive, the, the, the Dmei Ayin. And now the Brais again adds the words, Shaharayho Eved Oimer Kain. The Eved likes it. Of course he likes it because not only is he free, but he's also going to be getting the more amount of money. And then, Venim Suzaimim. So says the Brais, Mishalman Demei Ayin Larav. That the Edim Zaimimim have to pay the Demei Ayin Larav. Says the Gemara, Hey Chidami, one second. If it's mamish as it's written, see the Braisa definitely has to be, you have to add more information to it. Because if it's simply then becoming Adam Zaymimim, which would mean that the Odin never knocked anything off his Evid, the Evid might be without an eye or a tooth, but who says that Odin did it? So the Evid is still an Evid. So the damage that they wanted to cost to the Adain is not that he's overpaying money to the Evid. They were going to make him free the Evid when the Evid is really not free. So then, Then the Edom Zayimim will have to pay the Rav simple, the entire value of the Evid. Elot must be Pshita. These are the words of Abai, it's called Meipach v'hazama. They were not only Mazim the Edom. But then, they also testified as to what did the Rav do to the Evid. But they changed the reverted order. That what? That El Pshita the Kamaydaluhu Bachabalah. Yeah, the second Adim, the ones that Bazdin believes now, they also admitted that the Rav damaged the Evid. Elama Udeka Afhinon. What's the Bach? Veka Afhinu the Azminu. That they reversed the order. What's that? They reversed the order. So the first set said Shane and Ayin. The second set comes to Bezim, and they tell Bezim, called the first So you're out. Second of all, we talk and know that the Odin did damage the Evid. But the order was Ayin and then Shane. Ayin and then Shane. Which means the truth is, is that the Odin only owes the Evid Demei Shane. What did the first witness, what would they cause the Odin to pay? Demei Ayin. So that $90 was going to be an additional monetary loss that the Odin would suffer illegally. That's the money that the Edom Zayim have to pay to the Evid. Now here Rashi speaks out, Abaya has a Geval de Kedaya. Here, and that's going to be a question on Rava, you cannot say, Rava cannot say what he said before. What did Rava say before in the Reisha? That even though the Braise begins with the story of a set of witnesses coming and saying Shen and Ayin, before they came there was another set. So let's work this out. If that would have been the case, to make everything consistent. So if the Braise records the middle one, like Rava said in the Reisha, so the middle one said Shane and Ayin, what did the first one say? Halt Kopchev. Ayin, Ayin and Shane. So let's work this out. So the first witness came and they said Ayin and Shane. Then you have Edem that were Makrish them, no Hazama yet, which is the one the Braise recorded. What did these witnesses say? They said Shane and Ayin. Let's not forget one rule Rashi says. The, the din of Edem Zoymimim only happens if before they became Zoymimim, Bezdin already ruled that we have to do whatever, the second, whatever this witness said needs to get done. Think about this, says Rashi. If the, when you have Edem HaMakchishim, 
because Beisden doesn't know who's saying the truth, whether you look at it like Abaya, whether you look at it like, like Rava, you cannot apply any consequence beyond the minimum. You can't. Now obviously, in the example that we started today, share is whether Reuven murdered or not. So then when you have Edom HaMarchishim, Beisden is going to say, don't kill Reuven. The minimum is to do nothing. Now in this case, if it would be like Rava would learn, Beisden would not say to do nothing, because both of them are Moedah, the Everest free. But if you have the first one that's saying ayin and then shein, which means the Odin owes the lesser amount of money, if the middle one says that it was shein and ayin, the, the larger amount of money, Beisden will never paskin to pay, to pay the May ayin. Because the second witness that are becoming Adam Zoymimim, they are adding more money. So Beisden will never paskin to give ayin. So here Abai is saying, Rabbi, you can't learn this pshat in the Sefer. Because now if the middle ones become Edom Zoymimim, which is to make it consistent with the case of Daresha, they will never be Edom Zoymimim. You can never force them to pay to the other the May Ayin. Beisden never would have passed him to pay the May Ayin. Because they were already Edom that were being contradicted by the first ones. So here it cannot be a case of three sets as you said in Daresha. Here it must be the way I'm explaining Abaya. It's just the one that Abraisa recorded. Then they became Edom Zoymimim. It also has to be that the ones that were Mazin also were Mahapich in the order. And now it fits. So like Abaya is saying, mid the Seifa, there's only two sets. Daresha is only speaking about two sets. This Braisa has nothing to do with Hakhash and then Hazama. Givaldik. Now before we go on, yeah, we have to move. It's going to get late. Being that they both admitted that the Odin did damage to the Evid, since they are both admitting, so then Beisden will do what they both admit. But both of them are. No, no, no. Both of them are admitting that they knocked out. The only question is what's the order? Very good. Let's move on. Halt Now, let's go, let's go, let's go. If they pass him first. Then they'll retract it. Then they'll retract it. That's the whole case of Rav. Then and even though Beisden retracted it, nevertheless, Rav says if later the first one becomes Adam Zayimim, they will get killed, because since there was at least once a psak din, Reuven should get killed. That's the chiddush of Rav. The retraction is the beginning of them becoming Adam Zayimim. Oh, now the Gemara says now what we're learning now is that first of all we accept it so far that the Sefer cannot be speaking about three sets. If you don't have three sets, you don't have Akhash and Azama. But this next segment is on Abaya. One second. Abaya, you're saying that the Sefer has to be two sets. Very nice. But here we have to further clarify the Braisom. Another detail. When the second set is coming, they're telling Beisdin, first of all, the first set, but however, it's Emes that the Odin did damage the Evet. If they are saying, the first set said that the Odin, in the case of the Sefer, Shane and Ayin, knocked out the Shane and Ayin on Sunday. And the Edom Zoyimim come and they say, no, 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 first of all, Sunday, Imanohayisim. Second of all, what really happened was, it was Ayin and Shane on Monday, if the second set is testifying to something that happened after, a day later, then it's not going to work out. Then Akati, Dimei Eved, Larav, Boi, Shlumei, then the question will be that Kabbalistic logic, not only will the Adam Zayim have to pay the May Ayin, which is what it says in the Braisa, they would have to pay the Odin the whole value of the Evid. Look at the logic of the Gemara. 
Because if they testified, Gideon, this goes back to what you're saying. When they, if when they testified that the master knocked out whatever the order was on Sunday, and after they were proven to be liars, even when the second set says that the Odin did damage the Evid on Monday, but they're, they're saying that on Sunday the Evid was still an Evid. So even though now on Wednesday or on Thursday, Bezdin is finding out all this information, since the Adam Zaymanim were alleging, with a lie, that the Evid was already free on Sunday, if he's only free on Monday, then the Adam Zaymanim have to pay to the Evid the whole value of the Evid. Because on Sunday, he was not free. Even though now, he's free regardless, if it was later. Because the Chi Mechaev Lele Gavrah, when they were being behaved, the master to pay him, and according to their version, both to free him and to pay him the mayayin, the master then was not high for anything because on Sunday he didn't knock out the shame nor the ayin. The second witnesses that we are believing are saying it happened on Monday and in a reverse order. But on Sunday he's still an evit. Hello, so first clarification is that the last witnesses, after they make the first set, then they're telling Bezdin, by the way, the Odin did damage the Evid. But not like they said Sunday. He did it on Friday before. That's number one. Because then it's that the Evid was already not an Evid. The only question is, what, what will he get paid for? For the lesser amount of money or for the more amount of money? That's number one. Va'oid, and another very important detail, that the idolay amad bedin, if it is simply in the case that we mentioned, I'll explain amad bedin in a moment. You have to pay the Adam Zayumim, will have to give the master all of the value of the Evid. And Rashi says something gavaldic. Rashi says that the din, that if a Odin knocks out any one of the Chavdalad Rashi Avadam of an Evid, he goes free. That din is a knas. And there's a rule, Moidib knas Potter. So even after a master knocks his slave's eye out or tooth out, before Bezdin Paskin, that he did it, he has the option of he going to a Bezdin, being Moidib to Bezdin. I want you to know that I damaged my Evid. And if he makes that admission in court, the Evid will not go free. So when the Adam Zayimim come to Bezdin and they tell Bezdin that he did something, from that moment on he can't be Moida anymore. Now we already know it independently. So that took away his possibility of being Moida. So even in such a case, and even if they were Magdim, it doesn't matter the fact that they started the process which from now on the Evid will become free. And before there was an option of the Evid to remain an Evid by the Master being Moida, they will have to pay to Adam the Mekulay. So the case of the Braise, Ella the Omad Bedin, that possibility to be wider. Let's read inside. If you look inside, the, you know, there's the narrowest, you know, the top. Look inside the Rashi. When you have the widest lines, the first of the widest lines. It says Rashi, Kisha Ahmed Bedin, all this is an Abayah. That, So what happened was like this that the Odin damaged the Evit before the sequence. And he was taken to court by the Evit. And Vachayvu Lahaniyacha Evit. And Bezdin already passed one Bezdin. You, you knocked him out, you were not murdered. We have witnesses that you damaged your Evid, the Evid has to be freed. Now what happened then was, Ubarach, the master ran away. He didn't want to listen to Bezdin, he went away. And the Hashta, now, this is before the case of the Baraisa. So first of all, this possibility of him being murdered and being potted is not there anymore. He was already found guilty in court. The Hashta, Ika Asi, Bailam, Kaman, 
He can't be Maida anymore. And now, let's just work out the details of the Braisa, according to Abaya. Like it says, now the Evid takes the Odin to another basin, because the Odin went away to New York. He did it in LA. The Evid went chasing after him, and he took him into a basin in New York. And he told him, listen here, you knocked out my eye. You knocked out my tooth. The Evid wants more money. And then you knocked out my eye. And he tells the Beisden in New York, And I already took you to a Dintoida in LA. And they already passed that you owe me the money. Now the Evid can say what he wants. He needs Adam. And he brought Adam. These are the Adam of the Braisa. The Havi Adam Elo Al Kach. And good. And now Beisden in New York heard that Adam are substantiating that already in a Beisden. They were, they were machayfim to free him. And the order was that the eye was the last. So based on the first testimony, they passed him. Okay, now, not only is he free, pay him the money for the eye. And now it continues. That's And came along the second group of witnesses. And first of all, First of all, they told him that it's not true. Yes, that the, the, this other injured the Evet. But the latter injury was the, was the tooth. And again, the way the Mepharshim speak out, and the Gemara's first statement stands. What they tell the Beisden in New York is, is that first of all, set number one, Imano Hoyisim. Number two, the set number one said that he was obligated in Beisden on Sunday to pay the Me'ayin. It wasn't on Sunday. It was on Friday beforehand. They were also Magdimit. So that's the whole same case. Let's go back into the Gemara. And then it works according to Abayim. El Adon Bedin. Okay. Now, now we have to analyze Rava. And why, how did we learn yesterday, and we repeated it today, that Rava's Rayadu until now was from the Reisha of the Braisa, being that the Braisa, we had three questions on the Braisa. So even though the Braisa recorded in the Reisha that the Adam came and they said, Ayin and Shane in the Reisha, they were the second group. But the Bryce has taken for granted that before the witnesses said Ayin and Shane, there were witnesses really that said Shane and Ayin. And that was Rava's proof, Hakrashat Khilas Azama. So asks the Gemara, Dukya the Rava Mehecha, where did Rava prove Hakrashat Khilas Azama? Ilaimaresha, if it will be the way we learned it yesterday, the way we repeated it today and before we started this year. From this case, that set number one says Shane and Ayin. Halt up. Set number one. That's not even written in the Braisa, Lerovah. Said Shane and then Ayin. And the middle said, said Ayin and Shane. And then the middle said became Adam Zaymimim. Says the Gemara, what kind of eye is there from there? Let's read it inside. Reisha Mikom Miskacha Shein Metziah. Were the middle witnesses thrown out? Think about it. The first set said Shane and Ayin. So what did Beisden Paskin to pay? The May Ayin. Then came along the one that the Braisa mentioned. No, 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 it was the opposite. Yes, that the Odin damaged the Evid. The Evid is going to be free. But the order was Ayin and then Shane. So, Edim HaMakrishim Zedzeh. What does Beisden do then? They undo which one? They can only do the minimum one. So, which ones did they, do, did they listen to? No, because you want to get money out of the master... Both of them, are, the master has to free the Evid. The first set said he's Chayv Demei Ayin. The middle set said Chayv Demei Shane. That we know. So he's going to, so it's on to Shane. So they actually paskened like the middle one. So now if the middle one becomes Adam Zaymimim, of course 
we're going to penalize the middle ones. They were not refuted. They were the ones that were believed. Sure. The whole thing doesn't make sense. The Chiddush of Rava is, in the, in the case, set number one says Reuven murdered. Based in Paskin, Reuven, you're going to be killed. Set number two is first Makhish, Reuven did not murder. So Bezdin retracted the ruling from set number one. Says Rav HaChidish, even though Bezdin retracted, if a third set comes and says that he, on the first set, the first set will get killed, that's a Chidish of Rav. But he has no proof from the Braisa. Because the Braisa is not speaking about a case where we first disbelieve them and still will make them into Adam Zayimim. The case of the Reisha is that we were taka believed, Gavaldik. Kiv and the Eloi mitazmei. If not for the third set coming, according to Rabbi's explanation in the Braisa, and make the middle one Adam Zayimim, Kavosayu Kokaimo, we would believe the middle set. Because the Dino Kavosayu Paskinen, we will have to Paskin like the middle one, because Bezdin by Adam Hamakhishim can only do the minimum. The minimum is to only pay the shame. The Yesh Bechlal Mosayimana, explaining, I by Adam Hamakhishim, you do nothing. So the Gemara says, you don't do nothing. They're both maida that the Evid has to be set free. They're both maida that after the Evid was to be set free, the other damaged him again. The only question is, set number one says the Ayn, which is $100. He's high for $100. Set number two says only the tooth, only $10. Okay, so they're both maida to $10. Even the one that Ayn, Yesh Bechlau Masai Mona. Hilkach, therefore, in the Braisa, Kamoi, Huduka, Miskachashe. The first ones were refuted. The middle ones were not Miskachashe, Midi. So, therefore, when it says in the Braisa that if the middle ones become Zoyimimim, the middle ones have to pay, of course, Abaya will be made to that because they were not Mukhash. A Rav is trying to prove from over there that Hakhash at Chilas Hazama, how can you Bechlau prove from the Reisham? A bomb question. Abai will agree to this concept because they were not refuted. Ah, no, Rabbi Shalman is making a good point. Good, I'll take that back. Because as we are learning, the bottom line is, is that if we imply from the contradiction that they're liars, then you're right. But Rabbi doesn't learn it that way. So Rabbi doesn't have a proof. Oh, so Amalei, so the Gemara clarifies, Rabbi Savar, you're right. From the case of the Reisha, Rabbi has no proof. Rabbi's proof is from the Sefer, as we'll speak out in a moment. Now, let's not forget that we explained that the Sefer cannot be with three sets. We have to deal with that. But Rabbah holds that me, the Reisha B'Shalosh Kita, since the Reisha is speaking about three sets, Sefer Nama B'Shalosh. The Sefer has to be with three. And now, and now we have to speak out the way the Rishayim speak out. I, we had a Kasha, let's think about the question, how can the Sefer be in three when the rule of Hazama is only after based in Paskent? So the Rishayim say it must be in a held cup. The Sefer recorded the case of Shane and then Ayin. Rabba holds there were three sets. Set number two, in the Reisha, the Braisa began with the middle set. It must be that in the Sefer that you have three sets, the Braisa began with the first set, not with the, not with the second set. And now it's going to work. The first set set Shane and Ayin. What did Beis and Paskin? The May Ayin. The set that the Braisa did not record was the middle set. The middle set said it was Ayin and then Shane. Since the middle set diminished the value, Beisdin refuted the Psakdin, they retracted the Psakdin on the first. You don't have to pay Demei Ayin, only Demei Shane. And then the first set became Adam Zaymimim. And still, the first set will be penalized. Like it says in the Braisa, they have to pay to the Adain Demei Ayin. They were going to be Machaivim Demei Ayin. And now we found out that the other is only Chayv Demei Shane. That's not a good proof. 
Because after they were refuted, they still can become Zoyimimim. And Vidoik Misefer, which is, Kegoyen says the Gemara, to also be Tereva Omni, two witnesses came and said, Hippil Eshinoi Vesimais Enoi. The case that's recorded is the, is the first thing that happened. That's the Sukkins. And Upaskino Ladinapomayo. So Bezen Paskant, free, paid the And then, this is what you have to add according to Rava. Not added a witness that came before, like in the Reisha. What's missing in the Sefer is what happened later. For also later two witnesses came and they said, Simas Einoi, the order was first eye and then tooth. So Bezdin retracted the Psagdin and they said, You don't have to pay the Demeyayin. And then the first ones are Zoymimim. Ah, the Nimtsu Zoymimim. So Kamoi, Mishalman Demeyayin Lorav. Now Rabbah has a Gavaldika proof. The East Al Kabaita Khakoshal Atilas Azamu. If Hakhosh is not the beginning of Azama, Bazin already retracted the Psagdin. They said to the Adan, you don't have to pay the Mayayan. So then how can they become Zaymimim? Am I Mishalmi? Ha is Kachashulumikara. Eloshmami no Hakhosh Tilas Azamahi. And now the Gemara says the following that Abaya will tell you that you know what? If you have to say that in this Braisa, we're not speaking about two sets, but we are speaking about three sets, Abaya says, I'll agree to that in the Resha. In the Resha, it's better to say that there were three sets, and not the way we started out the year, the way we ended up yesterday, that Abaya, even in the Resha, said that it was B'meipach Bahazama. Why will Abaya be moida to Rava that in the Resha there were three sets? Bishlam Resha, Duloi Sagi, Duloi Shalish Kitois. It's hard to learn that there weren't three sets. Sharek Tani, Harav, Oimer Kain. The Braisa begins by saying that we learned yesterday in the Resha that after the Braisa records what is according to Rava, the middle set, the middle set, but without Rava we don't know that. It's, we think it's the first set. The case of Adir was that first he testified regarding Ayan and then Shane. So it says that the Evid, that the Rav is happy with it. Why will the Rav be happy with that? Yeah, of course, it's even worse for the Rav to hear Shane and Danayin, because that's more money. But the Rav will be even happier that no witnesses came altogether. Whenever the Rav hears testimony that will oblige him to free the Evid, how can the Rav be happy in either order? So it's a lot better to Zetzayin the Reisha that before the case that is recorded, there was another set of witness. And they said, Shane and then Ayin. So based on already Paskin to the Rav, you have to set the Eva tree. And now that a second group comes, which is the Nitzia that's recorded, and they reverted the order, so the Rav at least will only have to pay the Shane, so he's happy. So when it says for Rav Omer Kain, it's better that before the case that the Brais recorded, there was other witnesses, the Rav is anyways going to lose the Evid. So he's happy, at least he only has to pay the Meishen instead of the Meayin. But Ella Seifa, why are Abai is telling Rava, why do you have to say that it's speaking about three sets? When the Baraisa says, it makes sense. Again, the way Abai learns is only the set that's mentioned, and then they became Zaymimim. No matter which order the Adim came and testified, no matter which order, the Evid will always be happy. Which is, no one knows anything. All of a sudden, two witnesses say that the Evid is free. Whether he'll get paid, even on top of that, the Mayayin, or only the Mayshain, or even no money. He's already happy. Evid called the who? Maymar Omar. The Evid is always happy. So therefore, Abaya learns that the Seifa, which as we just proved right now, which is the only place in this Braisa from which Rava proves that Akhash Chilas Hazama, Rava learns the Seifa is also speaking about three Kitais. Midereisha three sets, the Seifa three sets. 
and then it works out perfectly. Abaya says the Reisha Taka can be three sets. The Seif is not three sets. And you have to add the details that the Gemara added, that they said the testimony happened before, and it was Ahmad Bedin, and therefore you don't have any proof from this Braisa. Let's move on right Says the Gemara we're making now a point that's not directly related to Akhash Atchilas Azama, but we had a premise until now that if the other does two damages to the Evid, number one, he's free, and then he has to pay him for the damage. The Gemara is going to challenge that. The challenge is, if the Adi knocked out his tooth and his eye, or his eye and his tooth, or his eye and his finger, or whatever the Rashi of Adamar, if all of that happened before he was taken to Beisdin, how do you know that Beisdin is going to pass and that the Adi has to pay him money as well? Maybe since Beisdin found out about everything together, knows if he would have knocked out his eye, and gone to Beisdin, and Beisdin would have passed and you're free, then of course, if he does a further damage, you did damage to a free man. But if it all happened before Amada Bedin, Ema, maybe Simas Enoi, if the din is, and no one will de- debate that, that if the master knocks out his eye, Nefik Be'enoi, the Evid is free, Hippelashinoi, Nefik Be'enoi, why not Eindaldom and Be'e, second line, and maybe the question is, if Simai as Enoi and the Hippelashinoi, maybe still he goes free Be'enoi Be'enoi, and no money is given. To which the Gemara answers, for you, the Pasuk says, Tachas Enoi, so from there we learn, Tachas Enoi means, Veloi Tachas Enoi Vishinoi. He doesn't go free because he lost two limbs. He goes free only because he lost one limb, which would imply that if he knocked out two limbs, the other one he have to give money for. Which is a chiddush because we learned really right now that really when is he freed? Only when there's Hamad Abedin, because there's the possibility to be moida. And, and, and not to get the Knas all together, but if he was not Maida, let's use the words retroactively, that's the way it works. Go. The Knas is that he goes free? The Knas for one, yeah. That's the Knas that he goes free, absolutely. It's a Knas because it's not, a, it's not appropriate, it's not Mindy Kenegad Nida. Why wouldn't any other just admit that he did that? He would, he would. If he didn't, it's good to learn. Another benefit, side benefit. If you know you can do it and get away with it, God forbid, yeah, okay, right. All the religious people. Let's keep on going. Let's keep on going. We'll learn, we'll learn more soon. Let's move. No, once because he was not Maida. Now we're going back to our sugya. Why did we speak about Let's go back to the Mishnah. Let's go. We have to remember the way we learned the Gemara before. Now we had a previous sugya. And now you have to understand that we learned the Gemara two days ago based on Abaya. After the Gemara establishes So without repeating that whole sugya, that whole sugya, which was problematic, and you have to say that he said it the basachas on Tehkidei Dibur, all of that was only labaya, because since Lamafreyo Hunifso, so you needed to zet sign that the Edom were still kosher witnesses when they said the Tvicha, after they said the Geneva. Oh, but now we learned in our Mishnah, we're learning this according to Rava now. So according to Rava, the Mishnah will be easier. What's the case of the Mishnah? If a Ganav stole, and there are two witnesses that say that he stole the ox, and then and the same witnesses testified that he shechted it, and then it says in the Mishnah they were found out to be Zoymimim. So the Mishnah says that they have to pay to the alleged Ganav five oxen, because they would have, they would have been based on already Paskin that he has to pay the owner five oxen. Now the Gemara says, my love, 
Let's learn it on the sequence. First of all, it was not on the same day. Not like Abaya said that they testified together. Abaya needed to say that. According to Rava, they're not Lemafreya Nifsel. They testified on Sunday to Beisdin that Reuven stole the ox. They testified again on Monday, second time, that, that Reuven, ha, you know what Reuven did? He shechted the ox later. And then, Vuhuzmu, when they became Zaymimim, let's start. That first they became Zaymimim on the Geneva, it happened on one day, and the next day. And then on another day they became Zaymimim on the Tficha. If that would have been the case, for her, Kivin Shuhuzmu on the Geneva, the moment they became Muslim on the Geneva, the Hazama on the Geneva, you know, the Mishnah says, the main Geneva, but let's word it differently. If they are now proven to be liars that he never stole it, which means that he didn't do the sin of shechting it. There's no sin of me shechting my animal. The sin of tficha as I shechted, a stolen animal. So when you had hazama on the geneva, you have in it a hakhasha on the tficha. Because it means geneva and tficha mechira. And therefore, Rabbi has a gewaldic proof, which is that if we don't say hakhasha tchilas hazama, since in the Hazama of the Geneva, you have a Hakhasha on the Tficha, how can they become Zoyimim later for the Tficha? Is the Haraya that Hakhasha Tchilas Hazama? Because already by the Hazama on the Geneva, Yechap, there's already a refutation on the Tficha. Based on already retracted that this person does not have to pay, not for the Geneva, not for the Tficha. And if they can still become Zoyimim for the Tficha, and nevertheless, Now the Gemara just says, no. And the Gemara is going to say a detail of what it said for Abaya. Who told you that when the Mishnah said that they became Zoyimim for both, that the sequence was first Geneva and then Tficha? The sequence was the opposite. Now, it doesn't have to be like Abayah learned that the Adam testified the Bas Achas, because the Rav holds that we don't say Lama Freya Hunifso. But when it comes to the refuting of the witnesses, it has to be in the opposite order. Amri, they said, he goes Shuhuzmu first on the Tficha, all this according to Rav. And therefore, and therefore, even if you were to say that Hakhasha, it would make sense. First, they were proven to be Zayimim on the Tficha. Basin didn't retract the Geneva yet. Basin still kept the Psagdin on the Geneva. So now, if they become Zayimim on the Geneva, they have to pay the Kefal also to the alleged Ganev. Let's move right there. Now the Gemara says, This Machloik is whether Hakhasha, Tchila Sazama, the way Rashi learned. The Gemara never said explicitly that Abayi disagrees with him in the Din. We learned the Gemara according to Rashi and many other Rishonim. That's a machloikas Abayi and Rava. Rava holds Hagchasha is Tchilas Hazama. Abayi holds Hagchasha laf Tchilas Hazama. You should know this is not a machloikas Tanoim, which is really a problem. But it's good. It's a machloikas Amaraim. There were Amaraim that came before Abayi and Rava that had the same argument. That Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Lazar. In the original case, set number one says Reuven murdered Shimon. Based in Paskin, Reuven, we're going to kill you. Then comes set number two, and they tell Bezin, Reuven did not kill Shimon. Edom HaMakhishim. Bezin retracted. Reuven, you will not get killed. Then comes on the next day, set number three, and they tell Bezin, the first set, they were with us. So what do you do to the first set? So one of these two Amorim says, Neherogim, we killed Edom. This is like Rava. Even though they were already refuted, 
but it's the beginning of Azama. The Chadamar in Eragin, just we don't know which one says what. So the Gemara says, this time I'll prove to you that Rabbi Lazar is the one that says Eina Heragin. According to the way Rashi learns, Rabbi Lazar is like Abayah. He holds that since set number one was already refuted, Bazin already retracted the Psagdin, Bazin was not going to kill Reuven. If now that set becomes Vaymimim, we're not going to kill them. Because right now they were completely refuted. The Omar, Rabbi Lazar, how do we know that? Look at this case. Edim Shehuk Peshub Nefesh. Same case, set number one comes and says, Reuven killed Shimon. Based in Paskins, Reuven, you're going to be, you're going to die. Set number two comes and tells Bezdin, Reuven did not kill Shimon. So what does Bezdin have to do? They have to retract their ruling. So Rabbi Lazar says, the first set is Loikin. They get Malchus. What Malchus? So Rashi says in the Pasik that Loisan of Ibriyacha ate Sheker. Don't bear false testimony. So you flog them for that love. Now obviously the Gemara is going to ask, one second, no matter how you learn, Bezdin, whether they are knocked out or whether they are not knocked out, Bezdin doesn't know yet who is the liar. How can you give Malchus? Hold that question. But Rabbi Lazar says there is Malchus. Now the Gemara says the following. Rabbi Lazar is the one that says Nairagin. If there is still a possibility for set number one to become Adam Zaymimim, why would they get Malchus when there is a rule? The rule is whenever a person violates a love and there is a possibility that they will end up being punished with death in court for that violation, you don't get Malchus. The rule of Malchus is, whenever God writes, don't do something, and the person did it with a Misa, and the trader does not prescribe a punishment, so then the standard punishment is Malchus. But if God says, don't do something, if that action could lead them to get killed, then they never get Malchus. And if after the Hakhasha they still can become Zaymimim, we don't know whether they will or not become Zayimim. But if they could become Zayimim, and if that happens, they're going to get killed, then they should not get Malchus. If they lied, the Negea and Nefesh, V'cholav, Shanit, and Lazar, and Nisaz, Bezin, and Lachin, Olav, Elav, And this is his stance, that Rabbi Lazar holds that once they become Mukhashim, they can never become Zayimim. Eina Heragin. And therefore, to Stayim, but that Taka, this is a, it's determined that Rabbi Lazar is the one that holds like a Bayim. Now the Gemara is asking on the din itself, why are you saying loikin? Why loikin? If two witnesses contradict each other, we don't know which one is saying the truth. My chazes the som chasahani, so my chahani answers the Gemara. You didn't understand the case of Rabbi Lazar. He was not speaking about a case where two witnesses told Bezdin Reuven killed Shimon. And then next day, two other witnesses come and say Reuven did not kill Shimon. That's not what happened. Two witnesses tell Bezdin Reuven killed Shimon. You know what happened the next day? Shimon comes in. The person, they pass and Reuven, you're going to get killed. You killed, you murdered Shimon. The, 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 the alleged murdered person comes on his feet. Ah, there, we know that they lied. Now, by the way, if you hold Hakhasha, so they were refuted. But still, According to Lashitas, that Hakhash Tchilas Azama, if Adam come the next day and they say to the first set, they will get killed. 
So that's why the Gemara's back and forth is good. Is Araya, that even if they will come Edom Zayimim, they will not get killed. But why do they get Malchus? Because we know that they're lying. How do we know that they're lying? Because Shimon comes into Beisdin. Let's move on. This Mishnah is going to contrast everything we learned on the Mishnah. I think it was on Daf Ayin. We're moving. Exactly. We had the Mishnah on Daf Ayin. And as you remember, you know, every case by case, every din that the Mishnah mentioned here, we're going to modify it here and show you how it's different. So case number one, if two witnesses testify that someone stole. However, there's only one aid that say that he slaughtered or sold. Or he himself admitted that he uh, shechted. Now we know, so based in, in this case, can never penalize the ganif to pay Dawud Vehei. They can only penalize him to pay Kefo. No, because for that you have two witnesses. Now this is so obvious, the first question the Gemara will ask is Pshita. Of course, we know Moide Beknas Pater. And you never make a person pay only based on one witness when it comes to money matters. We'll get to that in the Gemara. Next case. Next case, if witnesses testify that he stole an animal, however he shechted it on Shabbos, what did we learn in the Mishnah Daf Ayin that he sold it on Shabbos? Remember that? So we said that selling on Shabbos is not an Easter Daraisa, for which you're not Chayef Skila, so you don't have Kamalei Bidarabimine. But if he slaughtered it on Shabbos, even though for Tvichay Chayef Dalad Vehei, but if he did it on Shabbos, shechting an animal on Shabbos is a capital sin, Chayef Skila, Kamalei Bidarabimine. So they didn't, they'll, they'll, never, they'll never penalize him for Dalad Vehei. Or, if he shechted an animal for Avay Dezara, shechting an animal for Avay Dezara, again, is something that, uh, it's, it's a capital sin, so he's not going to be penalized to pay the Dalad Vehei. Or, if this will be the case, he stole an animal that belongs to his father. Now that act, for that he has to pay Kefal. But before he shechted it first, if his father died, what happens if someone's father, God forbid, passes away? The children inherit what he owns. Which means he, even if he has brothers, he is a partial owner in this animal that he stole. And if now, if now he sells it, if now he shechts it, even though he had no right to do it because he has brothers. But some of it did belong to him, so he won't get penalized. On the next case, now if you're quickly reviewing, where the Yush itself will allow the Ganav to acquire it. If Yush is kind of, then the Ganav stole it. The Odin had Yush, then he was Magdashit. He had the power to be Magdashit. And then Tavachu Machar. And here the, the Mishnah is going to tell you that he only has to pay Kefal. In all the cases, but let's go to the case of Hegdish, because However, according to the Shittas that say, remember that Yush itself is not kind they brought this Mishnah. So who was Magdashit? Now, Huh? It's not Hegdish. So if it's not Hegdish, you have to pay Dalad Vehei. So the answer is, is that the Odin, the Odin was Magdashit. That's what it meant. And that's the whole th- question, whether you can be Magdash, something that's not in your Rishus. That was that whole sugya. Now, by the way, the ones that say that Yush Gerei Deloikani, but one thing is clear, Yush and Shinoi Rishus does make a king. That's why after he, even, I mean, if Yush doesn't do it, if Yush doesn't do it, no, it's the opposite. If Yush doesn't do it, then Fakert, then him being Magdashit will work. That was the word. Because if he was coined after Yush, 
then even without being Magdashid, this is important. That was if Yush is Kaina, if he shechts it after Yush, even if he was not Magdashid, there's no Dalad Vehei. Because Shaloi Hu Teveach, Shaloi Hu Meicher. So, so this will work that he was Magdashid if Yush is not Kaina, but Yush and Shinui Rishus is Kaina. And then they come, you know, Gita Vyodah Boim Ki Echad. So then he was the one that was Magdashid. According to the opinions that hold that Yush Gereida is Kaina, so who was Magdashid? The other was Magdashid. So that's why only because it became Hegdish does he not have to pay four and five. Very good. Now the, Gemara, the Mishnah concludes, Rav Shimon and we had this on Daf Ayin Aleph Amit Beis. Remember we learned Dover Hagarim Lumamin Kamamin Dami that Kachim Shechai Ba'achri Yusan Mishalom Tashlomi Dalad Vehei She'ein Chai Ba'achri Yusan Pater which means like this, even though there's a rule that if you shecht something that belongs to Hegdish you don't get the penalty of Dalad Vehei but Med Varam Amurim that an owner never said Harei Olai to bring a car. He never made a nether. He only made an adava. He said Harei Zu Oila. If some crook shechts it, he was moyel. There's no dalad vehei. However, in a case where someone says Harei Olai to bring an oila, the din is it's on me. The obligation is on me. If I separate this as an oila, if something happens to it, like a ganav shechted it, I have to replace it. I'm chayev The moment I have to replace it, even though that gun of shechted a shoyed of hegdish, he has to pay me dalad vehei, because he's causing me through that act of shechita, he's causing me a loss. I'm a commoner because I have to replace it. So the din of shoyed a of aleishol hegdish is only when there's no chayev achrais. But let's begin with the gemara. Says the gemara. First case in the mishnah was al pi dechad. You don't have to pay dalad vehei. Frek the gemara pshita. Of course. And as Rashi points out, Bishlaima, the, the Mishnah is saying, Al pi atzmai, that you don't pay Dalad Vehei. Well, that's a Chiddush. The din is that Moi de Beknas Pater. As we'll learn soon more about that. But Al pi Eidechad, by money matters, one witness is not enough. Amri, they answered, Hakamash Malan, this Mishnah is teaching you that Al pi atzmai is only Dumiyad Al pi Eidechad, which means, Ma Al pi Eidechad. What happens if one witness comes and says that the Ganav shechted it? What's going to be the din? One witness is not enough. But what happens if tomorrow another witness comes? So really Rashi points out in Sanhedrin there's a machloikas about it. What our Mishnah is saying is that we combine one witness with the other. We do allow the witnesses to be combined. So if one witness comes today and another witness comes tomorrow, then Beisden will obligate him to pay Dalad Kiyosi, Eid Echad Mitzadav Bahadei. Even though they didn't come together. In other words, one coming by himself doesn't compromise his testimony. It could be used tomorrow, in the case of the Mishnah saying he admitted, Nami, his admitting doesn't forever take him off the hook. Kiyasi Edim, if Edim will come tomorrow, then he will have to pay. And that is a Chiddush. What's the Chiddush? This is to tell you that we don't hold like Rav. What does Rav hold? Rafuna says in the name of Rav, in any knas. And we know, potter. you potter from the knas. What happens if after you are today, tomorrow, next year, Adam come? So Rav says, And as we explained, Rav understands, potter means that Dezden absolves him of the knas. Once you were absolved of the knas, if two witnesses come later, they can't put knas on him. It was already on him. He was already absolved of it. 
So our Mishnah is telling you together, al pi atzmei, al pi edechad, which is that if you made the beknas, you're potter, you know when you're potter, if Bezdin will not have Adam, if they only would have known this from your own testimony, but if tomorrow Adam come, so independent of your admittance or not, Bezdin now knows that you did what you did, you will be chayiv. And that's dumid al pi edechad. No, it's just like al pi edechad. The testimony today won't be listened to, but but you don't discount him. He might be used later when a person is moida. Now you don't listen to him because the moida cannot spot her. But what he's saying might be used against him tomorrow if Adam come tomorrow. Okay, we'll stop over here. Emet Hashem to be continued. We almost.